When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome to the Barca Blagranas podcast, World Cup edition. Today was match day two, but it was really the first full match day. Uh, yesterday was the uh, Ecuador winning over Qatar in the opening match. Qatar becoming the first team, I want to say, in World Cup history to lose their opening match when they are hosts. Uh, heading in today, uh, into today, we had almost a full slate. Uh, tomorrow will begin the lovely run of uh, four matches on a day. But today was three matches, starting off with England uh, beating Iran 6-2 to two in um, in Group B. Uh, this was just an all-around dominant performance from England. They had 79% of the possession, seven shots on targets. Uh, the uh, the goals from Saka, Jude Bellingham, Raheem Sterling, another one from Saka, Rashford, and then Captain Jack Grealish getting the, the final goal. Uh, I mean, you just saw moments of brilliance from England, right? With Saka and Bellingham, the one of the, in particular, I think it was the first goal from Saka that was the, like the half volley, uh, was just brilliant stuff. Uh, England looks great. Took care of business like they were supposed to. Kind of takes a moment away from the, the the stress of English fans. Although I'm sure they'll get right back to that. Um, given their uh, next match against the United States later this week, we'll we'll, we'll get to that match shortly. Uh, second match of the day was uh, Netherlands beating Senegal 2-0 with uh, a 84th minute goal uh, that was assisted by none other than Barcelona's Frankie de Jong, which uh, just an absolute, just gorgeous pass from Frankie. Uh, this was a this was a tough match if you're Senegal because they, you know, they did their due diligence in terms of possession. They had four shots on target. Uh, they were just missing kind of, again, like it, it sucks. They were missing the final kind of jab of clinicalness, right? Or it's not even a word, but clinicality, just like that last bit of clinical finishing that Sadio Mane would have brought. And that's all I could think about because watching them, like they they took it to the Dutch national team. Like they played really solid football, attacking football. And at the end of the day, just one Frank de Jong chance or just pass. And uh, yeah, then it was over. Um, the... Uh, Whatchamacallit. Um, I guess we can talk. I mean, I have to talk about it. It's a freaking World Cup roundup. And this isn't like a normal podcast. Uh, 17 minutes past 4 o'clock on the East Coast here. Just finished watching the U.S. men's national team completely choke uh, a winnable match. 
against the uh, Welsh national team. The U.S. dominated the first half in terms of possession. They had a great 36-minute goal from Timothy Weah, lovely pass from Christian Pulisic, great finish from Weah. I don't, I can't remember what the possession stats were from the first half, but the U.S. dominated possession. They looked way better on the ball. They looked confident. Pass accuracy was way better. Uh, then they scored the goal, and it was just like they came out the second half and just looked pathetic. It was very disappointing as a uh, as a U.S. men's team supporter. Um, they only mustered one shot on target. It was it was bad. And this is a match that if you're the U.S. men's national team, you really <laughs> you could have used. Just being honest, uh, you would you know the difficult thing now is let me look up. I think the the first World Cup tiebreaker is goal differential. I want to say, but let me let me look this up as as uh, just to make sure. Um, the first tiebreaker criteria is goal differential, right? So. Let's just assume for a second in this group uh, that the U.S. and Wales both lose to England. Obviously, that could not happen, but you know who knows. It basically just comes down to how bad they lose to England and then how bad either, each of them can beat Iran, which is kind of an annoying game to play. So if anything, I think the Wales are more equipped to defeat a team like England because they can suck up a lot of pressure and then spring on the counterattack. But... Uh, you know, England looked good, but it's hard to judge how good they are because Iran was pretty bad. Heading into the, I, I guess, like just talking about because you know we talked about Group B because there were two matches from Group B today. Um, in terms of Group A, right now uh, you're looking at Netherlands and Ecuador both on three points, Senegal and Qatar both on a negative two goal differential on zero points. Uh, Senegal's next match is against Qatar, I think. Yep, their next match is against Qatar. Uh, so that Ecuador-Senegal match in match day three is going to be fascinating. That is next Tuesday because they could both be on three points and uh, that could decide the group. Um, looking ahead to tomorrow, we have oh, just four four matches and it's, just, it's great stuff. Uh, Two matches in particular that are fascinating. Uh, Argentina against Saudi Arabia at 5 a.m. Eastern. And I think that, you know what? The U.S.'s time rules are just so ridiculous. Hang on. I think we're five hours behind Central European times. It's it's back to six hours now. Okay, so yeah, 5 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central European time. Uh, Messi and company take on Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, I think, is like 50th or something in the FIFA world rankings, so... You would hope that Messi gets off to a good start. The next match after that is Denmark and Tunisia. Love watching Denmark. Who doesn't? And then probably the two most interesting matches of the day are the third and fourth matches at 11 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central European time. It is Mexico against Poland. Probably the uh, match of the day, if we're being honest. Group C, Poland and Mexico are probably going to be vying for that second spot behind Argentina, if you would assume everything goes as chalk. So that's going to be a fascinating match. And then to wrap up the day, France and Australia. Now, uh, you would assume France would win this, but given how many injuries they've had, given how they looked in the lead-up to the World Cup, Australia have to feel somewhat confident that they're going to get them in the first match of the tournament for that group. So going to be a fascinating day of football, lovely full day of football. Again, as a you know, as a U.S. fan, I'm just down right now. That, that match sucked. They completely choked away that win. They played like... 
I don't even know what team to compare it to, but they got they played so confident in the first half and then just completely played with their tails between their legs in the second half and just took on pressure. <sighs> Whatever. You live and you learn. Super excited to watch Messi, Lataro, and Argentina tomorrow. Very excited to see how France adjusts after a myriad of injuries. Uh, you know, Pogba, Conte, Benzema, among others. And always fun to watch Denmark. So going to be a great day of World Cup football. Everyone, thanks for listening. going to try to, I don't know if I'm going to get these in every day, but I'm going to try to if the schedule doesn't get too crazy with the holidays coming up in the U.S. this week. But uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, all the places to get your podcasts. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you.